the Clive Broadcast Podcast, bringing to you inspiring broadcast stories and the latest in broadcast technology. I am EDK with a very special guest, Nollywood Royalty in the building. Make some noise for Ibrahim Suleiman with us. I'm making my own noise by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I had another intro, but I was going to say, uh, we have an architect in, uh, <laughs> in Mom, the studio. This is true. <laughs> but more famously, a celebrated Nollywood actor. I mean, the interesting thing is you, you still practice. I do. You I do. You practice architecture. I do. What's that like combining that with a life on set? So one of the best things about it is the fact that as an architect, I can, I, so I don't do, I don't do site work. Mm. Um, I haven't, I haven't been on a site, um, since 2017, oh, okay. but the, my, um, uh, my partners, so we ran a firm called, um, deep space. Okay. Um, so myself and three other people went to school together. So we run it together. So, you know, two, one of us is outside the country. I'm in Lagos. The other two guys are in Abuja. Yeah. So they are the ones who do most of the site work and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. So I just do design. Uh, so I can do that. I'm not going to lie. You kind of ruined another thing I was going to say. Ah, crap. I was going to say, ah, this man, how do you move from the site to the set? <laughs> <laughs> I see what uh, you're hey, 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 My wait, bad, my wait, bad. Wait. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but listen, um, I, I want to know where the acting bug biggie was. It why you were doing designs in ABU Zaria, or when, when did that happen for you? Um, I see you did your research. Yeah. You know, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I always wanted to be a a screenwriter and a, and a movie director. It's it's still what I want to do. Um, but so when I when I started talking to people who were in that space, um. You know, I, I met Xavier Gorje. He's one of the biggest writers um, of um, Nigerian film and television today. So I met X in 2013 or 2014. And I told him that, look, I want to be a writer. He was like, oh, send me stuff that you've done. And I sent him a couple of um, short stories and, you know, a mini series that I was working on. And he, he really liked it. He was like, I wrote this is not bad. And he introduced me a couple, to a couple of his other friends, um, Ifani Chidi Barbara. And then they now took me to their mentor. Um, um, Victor Sanchez Agawa. Yeah, I mean, everyone, look, the man is a ledge. And so, you know, I attended a few of, the, of his workshops, um, story workshops and everything. And I had a great time. I learned a lot. But then one day someone walks up to me and says, you know, I know that you want to spend, you know, your future behind the camera, but I think you do amazing in front of a camera. I'm like, no, thank you. Because, <laughs> yeah, because at the time I was working as a TV presenter as well. Yes. Um, but I didn't think that acting was for me because I just felt like you're just not what I wanted to do. And I didn't have, I still don't think I have the required vanity, which is weird to say. But I, it's, it's just the honest, um, whatever. I grew up being told that, because I have two siblings, yeah. um, you know, there's my sister and then my brother. And in my family, Nami Ugly Pass. You understand? So I grew up being told, ah, that you use wash belay because I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. You know, look at your beautiful sister. Look at your fine brother. Oh my gosh. Look at why are you so ugly? So I didn't grow up with that required level of vanity yeah. that, you know, a lot of the time people feel like, you know, actors require. Yes. So I just didn't want that um, pressure. So I was like, nah, man, I'll just stay behind the camera. Anyway, long story short, 2017, someone's, you know, I went on a set to check out stuff that some of my friends had written that was being made. And somehow they just conned me into, they said they wanted to do a camera test, you know. Wow. Um, 
And so they were like, "Hey, we'll just help us read this thing. Just stand here. Let's let's so that like we can just get the calibrations because yeah. it was a new." I was like, "Oh, sure." So I was reading it, and then they were recording it, and I didn't know it was it was a um, it was an audition tape. Wow! Sent it to Channel, and then Channel was like, "Oh, we like him," and then he offered me money. <laughs> and anybody say no to money? Nah, nobody. And I'm like. Really? You guys are going to pay me for this? Yeah, yeah sure. Okay, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. I had no idea. So but the first ever scene that I ever shot as an actor was on Tinsel in 2017. And that was, I'd never done anything as an actor. And, you know, it's been, what, six years now? Yes. And I've appeared in quite a broad spectrum of very interesting things. Yeah. And I'm having a good time. And, and, and I was going to mention that at some point during the conversation is like, People know you're ubiquitous. Like, I don't think you... I mean, you walked through the hall. I'm sure mm. you've taken several selfies with several people today. No, they make me look like, say, you know... <laughs> no, my friend said I'm a D-list actor. No, no, Please no, leave no, me in peace. Not, you're, not, you're A-list. <laughs> I, I know you say you're having quite vanity for an actor, but, I mean, it is what it is. Your work really yeah. speaks for itself. And Thank you. The thing I was going to say is, yo, it, it definitely feels like you've been around for a longer time. So, and I know why. Yeah. Or at least I have an idea why. Mm. It is because... So, I started off... TV. Yeah, okay. but even that, yeah. Okay. So when I was in ABU, mm -hmm. I joined the dance team called The Exhibits, which now, you know, at some point, I now didn't... Basically, I gave my life to Christ. Okay. And I was like, you know what? You know, performing okay. is not for me. I quit. I said I wasn't doing anymore. Then I joined a fellowship called YWAP, Youth with a Purpose. I know YWAP. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. You do. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my brother. That's my pastor. Ah, your family. Yeah, Eva. Oh my gosh. Okay, great, great. So, your family then. We will do a video for them as well. Yes, let's, 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 let's. So, um, so while I was in YWAP, you know, um, they had a dance department, and so I just. For the fun of it, I just joined them, helped choreograph a few things, you know, just for the fun of it. And then one thing led to another, and a few months after I joined, I was made the, the lead of the team. So I was, that's how I got the nickname Captain Quest, because it was called Soul Quest. Yeah. And so we went for this competition in, 20, in 2008 called Malta Guinness Street Dance. We won it, and then we won the Pan-African version. So we presented Nigeria and Africa in the world yeah. championships. Yeah. All of that happened. So that's how I got into television yeah. because I now started to do ads for brands, MTN, Walter Guinness, GT Bank. I did it. I, a lot of the ads that you might have seen from 2009 to about 2013 that yeah. had dance content, yes. I choreographed most of them. So that's basically how I got, you know, into this space. That's why for a lot of people, it feels like I've been around for so long. Mm -hmm. It's because I did a lot of dance related TV content for years before I got into you know, work as an actor. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's yeah. it's been there. That's amazing. So yeah. in some way, people people recognize you. Yes, a, a lot. Yes, so, a lot. Now let's get into how you you've done Nollywood for six years actively, but how does a rookie build a career in Nollywood? I know you sort of accident you were, no, you, mm. you were tricked into it. <laughs> this is the that's the exact expression. Yes, quite effectively. But how how does how does one build a career in in Nollywood today? Okay, so because I have spent time you know working with people who started off basically at the same time that I did. Yes. Um, and for those other people, they did it because it was something they really wanted. Yes. You have to really want it, mm -hmm. to be honest. Um, you have to really want to to do this thing called um, film and television in Nigeria because it's hard. Like almost everything else in Nigeria, it is hard. The, the conditions are insane. You know, power is an issue. 
um, there's noise pollution, there is this, there's traffic, there's stress, there's, there's, there isn't enough funding. And because of the lack of funding, you have to try and make a feature length film in like a week. So you're filming like 15 to 20 scenes a day. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm wearing sunglasses indoors, not because I'm, I'm cool like that. <laughs> But because I'm all, I never sleep. <laughs> Do you understand? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So is there's a level of of intentionality that you must have. Mm. You must be resilient. You have to just keep coming back every time. You know, you feel like you should quit. Then there's also, you know, um, nobody's going to offer you training. Yeah, you understand. Mm. Um, and most of us cannot actually afford the proper training. You can't, you can't, most of us can't afford to travel out to train. Mm. So you have to train, you have to learn by doing. Uh. So you will take on a lot of projects that would pay you next to nothing, you know. Um, but then you, the good thing about it is that the more hours you spend doing something, the better you get at it. So the better you get, as long as you have home training and <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not just doing any else more people would want to work with you a second time yeah. than a third time. Then yeah. before, and then before you know it, there are producers and directors that always want to work with you. So that is, for me, that's probably the major reason why I always seem to be at work, yeah. you know, because I have, I've become friends with almost every director or producer that I've worked with. Because you show up with the right attitude, you are excellent at your work, and you treat people like human beings. Um, Regardless of if they're your cast members, castmates, the director, the producers, or the crew, as long as you're working with these people, you just treat them the way you want to be treated at all times. And everybody will want to work with you um, again and yeah. again and again. So, and that's how you build it up. That is brilliant. Yeah. Now, now, one of the things interesting about AfriCast is it brings a variety of professionals media guys, film and TV guys, radio guys. And, you know, you're an actor, you do all these movies, and then you get into people's homes. And one of the things that People who consume don't mm -hmm. really care. Is it on this streaming platform? Can I go to the cinema to watch it? They just get the end product. Yeah, end product okay. me. But let's discuss distribution, mm -hmm. you know, from your perspective as an actor. When you go in there, what are your, what are your hopes? What are your thoughts? Because you want to do behind-the-scenes work at some point, so you'll obviously be more concerned with that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I have produced a few things um, already. Mm -hmm. um, production is hard. As I said earlier, filmmaking is, is, is crazy. Yeah. But then... You spend every last dime that you have, which is not a lot, <laughs> but you gather it. Then you tax your your best friends and your your spouse and you know people that owe you favors. You get everybody on board. You have this really great story you want to tell. Yes. You do it. You do your pre-production. You you do principal photography. You go into post-production. You're bleeding cash every single step of the way, and then now you're done. You have this beautiful child. That has taken you months or sometimes mm. years to put, you know, to 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 birth, mm. and then you now need to show it to the rest of the world. You can't do it on your own because you don't have the numbers, you don't yes. have the you, you don't have the eyeballs, mm -hmm. right? So you go to the distributors, you go to the platforms, and then that's where a lot of films go to die, <laughs> because <laughs> because you do not have, you know, um, you don't have a seat at the table, you don't have a foot in the door. Mm. It's tough because a lot of these distributors and platforms are more interested in the bigger names, you know, the more established film houses, yeah. the more established production companies. So you who are an independent filmmaker have to now find, so you have to 
and for every step up the ladder you go, you're giving a piece of the of whatever it is that that film will bring home. Okay. Away. Yeah. So let's say you need to go through three or four people to get to the people that you really need to get to. You're losing percentages. So by the time you finally get the film on the platform, everybody's like, oh my God, Ibo's film is on Netflix. <laughs> we go and get paid. Ibo is there just thinking, Bruh. Well, at least I didn't lose everything. <laughs> You know, percent yeah, you're giving, you know, you're just giving four here, mm. twelve here, eleven yeah. here, twenty mm. here, and yeah. you know, um, and then all the people you made it that the put them together to oh. to make it with investors. You, those are investors, yeah. so you have to make sure that you 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 keep your word, yeah. and then you make sure that they are happy as well. Mm. Um, so shortening the distance between the independent filmmakers and the and the distributing platforms is the best thing that can happen to us at this stage if we can have direct conversations we would it would make life a whole lot easier for a lot of filmmakers do you know how that can happen as with most things in this country we need to get rid of the cabal sorry i'm just joking i'm joking i'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> but basically we just need to reduce the number of middlemen okay because a lot of the time we just have sharks mm-hmm. in suits mm-hmm who are just, you know, trying to make a buck off people who yeah. do not, you know, um, have a seat at the table or a foot in the door. Um, so I feel like there is no, because I'm still learning the process, you know, as a film, um, as a producer that's trying to sell my content, yeah. I cannot, you know, specifically say that, oh, this is the best way to get it done. But I, what I will say is, the fewer people, the fewer middlemen we have, the the easier, it would, the, the the faster the conversations will go, and the easier it will be for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And it would encourage because a lot of young filmmakers, uh, or first time or new filmmakers, just have this thing that you know, let me just get it done, and then anybody that takes it, I'll just give it to them for whatever, you know, at least let people see it. Yeah, yeah. And while I understand that, it's it's unfair you know so yeah that's where we you come in okay you and yours okay you know um because the conversations are already happening we just need to be factored into the conversation gotcha. yeah so that's that's basically gotcha. it. um i can't let you go without talking about something that we both share a big interest in mm-hmm. podcasting Yes, <laughs> you have an actual podcast yeah. which you co-host with your wife yeah. Linda Jeffers Suleiman. Yeah. It's called You Parenting. Yo, man, first of all, that point is is great, brother. Thank you. I, I know people have said this to you, and we see uh, you guys have fantastic chemistry. Thank you. In real life, thank you. On screen, thank you. And on audio, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, so well, that's one of the things we're worried about. We're worried that it would not translate to the audio listeners. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of it's easier to to see mm. and feel yeah. the chemistry when you see it. Yes. But then we're worried that, okay, would the audio listeners actually get the vibe? Because we're always looking for each other. We're always looking for trouble. Yeah. You know, we're always <laughs> you know, giving each other funny looks yeah. and just being silly. Yeah, can we see that on audio? Yeah. But thankfully, mm. as you said, yeah, it translates. It translates. And what it was one of the biggest um, reasons for relief 
mm. um, that I felt okay. when you know we put out the first season, and then okay. we've we've we finished um, recording the second season. So yeah. I think in December we'll put that out, and then we we'll record the third season. Once, so what we we'll start doing is because it took us two years, mm. season one and two. Wow. Yeah, because there was just so much work. There was I just know. a lot going on. Her schedule was crazy. Mine was insane. Yes. But now we're more intentional about it, so we're going to start doing every quarter. Great. So we'll just take um, every all the weekends in every fourth month. So we shoot Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, and just get our friends on. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the pod. Thank you, bro. Happy Thank you're you. doing it. Are you married? Uh, not, not yet. yet. <laughs> um, I was going to ask if you have kids, but, you know, no, I, don't, you, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm getting that you're aware of. I am. <laughs> I am very aware I don't I'm have kids. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Don't the checks. <laughs> so one of the things that so I, one of my pastors, he's um, he's a great guy, yeah. funny, very fun person. Yeah. Um, and he's such an encourager. Mm. So every time you know he gathers us younger men yeah. and we're talking about life and stuff, he's like, so you now. A father, you have you have you have a son. You you have two daughters. You have. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, yeah. He said, but we need to add this caveat. These are the children that you're aware of. <laughs> we almost died, man. And so it, it, every time I get an opportunity to just say that, it no, that. because the reaction of him is like, no, no, I beg you, wait, I'll check. But yeah, um, I'm super. I'm super it's, it's, having 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 my son is the is my is definitely the biggest achievement of my life. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's everything. I love that little guy. Yeah. He loves his mother more than he loves me, but I can, I, you know, I can understand why she's, she's awesome. She's great. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, thanks for having me, bro. Thank you for coming, you. Ibrahim Suleiman. I'm gonna start with the one you don't put out a lot: architect, yes. podcaster, yes. and celebrated Nollywood actor. <laughs> for coming to the 2023 podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks, great.